This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1300 of Horse Tip Daily, your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks, brought to you today by Kentucky Performance Products. Horse people, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the dressage radio show found right here on the Horse Radio Network. Show co-hosts Philip Parks and Reese Kofler-Stanfield are joined by eventer Erin Freeman, and she offers up some great tips on incorporating Cavaletti in your training regime, regardless of your discipline. And we'll get right to our tip after this from Kentucky Performance Products. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Are you worried about digestive disorders such as colic, diarrhea, and ulcers making your horse sick? Try adding Nalox Advanced to your horse's diet. The ingredients in Nalox Advanced support a healthy stomach, robust microflora populations, and normal gut function so digestive disorders become a thing of the past. Nalox Advanced is recommended for horses of all ages to maintain a healthy gut and reduce the risk of ulcers, diarrhea, and colic. Why take chances with your horse's well-being? Start your horse on Nalox Advanced today. Well, for this week's Total Saddle Fit Tip of the Week, we have Erin Friedman. She is an FEI rider and trainer, but also a three-star event rider. And she's worked in Germany with Ingrid Klemka. And she is going to go over Cavalettis. Erin, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. We are, this is, this is a big topic, actually. And we're so happy to have you on because you're going to know exactly what's going on and sort of help us or start us through Cavaletti's 101. When do you use them? How do you, how do you prepare them? All of that stuff. All right. Well, I think they're excellent. Uh, So if you, um, if you need to break up the dressage routine, they're an excellent source to just give your horse a little bit of break from their daily routine. It also gets them moving super nice and loose through their body and it's also a form of strength training so there's so many things like endless amounts of things you can do with cavalettis and um learning from ingrid was just about the coolest thing in the world um she is a master at it um as was her father and it's so cool to see her in action um and she incorporates them every week into her work uh both on the lunge line and off so the best way to introduce um cavalettis is to start just start simply with them on the ground um all the way rolled all the way down so there's there's so many types out there i'm just going to go with the basic um you know the the basic uh the basic cavaletti that has an x on both sides that has about three different heights start with them completely on the ground and if your horse has never gone over one of the best things you do is just walk them back and forth over it until they're comfortable and you do that at the trot and at the canter, just getting them super comfortable. And then the, the then you just add them slowly um, in and incorporate it in your workout. And one of my favorite, favorite exercises, and this is, like I said, this is a little bit more advanced, 
um, but this is something to work up to, is having trot pole cavalettis on a 20-meter circle and having three canter pole cavalettis on a circle. And they don't even have to be raised for this exercise. Um, you can start with them on the ground and maybe have four trot poles and three canter poles. And like I said, Adam. Add them one at a time while you get your horse used to it. Uh, and the, and it's an amazing exercise. Have the horse trot the trot poles and then do a transition to canter to do the canter poles and then back to trot over the trot poles. And the rideability you get out of that exercise is absolutely phenomenal. Um, I do it with both my horses on the lunge and under saddle and start teaching them from youngsters. And if you ever just need uh, a break from your routine to do some rideability and strength training. That is an excellent exercise, and there's so many different things you can do with it. So, Aaron, um, so, uh, yep. I was going to ask you about spacing, walk spacing, yep. trot spacing, canter spacing. Okay. Yep. So, um, so the 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 way I have learned to measure it is um, through meters, but you can also translate that into feet when you are doing. Canner um, cavalettis, and say you have them on a 20-meter circle, then the inside should be 2 meters and the outside should be 3 meters. Um, for me, that's basically two big walk steps on the inside and three big walk steps um, on the outside. And then for the, um, for the trot poles, you want to think about maybe uh, one point, like between 1.2 and 1.5 meters in between each trot pole. And uh, again, for me, I too one foot in front of the other and it takes me um it takes me uh five and a half steps so for a normal person i would say about five steps um i think it's i think it's about four i don't have especially big feet but i usually try and do about four yeah and for yeah for guy i would say four yeah yeah so that that's sorry walk and for for walk for walk cavalities um then i do about uh so for me i do 0.9 meters for the walk um, and you can, if you want it, say you have a horse that has a very, you want to either lengthen this walk or shorten this walk. You can play with the spacing of those. So make it down to like maybe 0.8 if you need to shorten it up or grow it to one meter if you need to lengthen the walk stride out. But, uh, I also walk cavalities are super, say you have a horse that kind of rushes in the walk and gets a little bit quick. Um, put a couple walk cavalities in your path to slow them down rather than having to use your reins to slow them down. And it, it does help a lot. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. No, that's fantastic. So just go over those real quick again. Canter is yeah. how many meters? The, the spacing. Okay, so the canter pulse, um, if you, if you want to have them, so basically three meters if they're on a straight line. But if you have them on a 20-meter circle so that you're, the inside would be closer, the outside would be a little bit further apart, it would be two meters on the inside and three meters on the outside. Um, okay. which ends up being about two, two big steps and on the inside um, and then three big steps on the outside of a human footstep. Perfect. Trot? So for trot, you want them to be around 1.5 meters. So that ends up being about, uh, if you put toe-to-heel, to, toe, toe to heel, um, five steps toe-to-heel. If you have bigger feet, then four steps toe-to-heel, but 1.5 meters in measurement. Um, and then for walk should be about 0.9 meters. Um, and like I said, you can lengthen or shorten that given what you need to do in the exercise. Got it. So when you talk about the height of the Cavalettis, you know, normally, like you said, the, the Cavalettis have three heights and yep. when do you, when do you change the height? I mean, when do you decide like, okay, you know, I'm going to use the middle or the higher section, which, 
For me, it looks like a jump. I'm just saying. It's kind of <laughs> jumpy. <laughs> I was going to say that definitely depends on you as the rider. Um, I I tend to so say uh, if you have a horse that's very earthbound, you're gonna you're gonna want to eventually get to the point where you can lift that up to the higher the highest part so that you get them to lift through their shoulders and it um, you know lift through their hind end and lift through the shoulders without having to do it yourself. Let the cavaletti do the work. But um, I do really recommend everyone to start with it completely on the ground, especially if you, if you haven't done it before. Um, and once they're comfortable, you just slowly build like you would for jumping, just slowly build into the next step and then to the next step. Now, when you're doing trot poles, most of the time you, you just say it at the medium, I would say at the medium height, like either the lowest or the medium height, the canter poles are really fun when you put them all the way up. Uh, so there's more, you, there's for, more jump in the canter. For Erin. <laughs> And Phil, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that was really fun. Just doing jumping. Yeah, really yeah, just fun. doing jumpy. That's jumpy. That's <laughs> jumpiness. <laughs> that's jumping. That's uh, that's jumping. And, <laughs> no. and I, I, I can't reiterate it enough. You know, it's an exercise to get your horse to move through their body stronger and confident. So if the height frightens you as a rider, definitely start it lower so that you don't end up pulling on your horse and, you know, getting all worried because that would defeat the purpose of the exercise. Because um, you really want the horse to do, you want the horse to, to kind of do the work and figure it out. Um, you as the rider just stay balanced and stay put um, to try and keep the rhythm of the horse. But, so, Aaron, but yeah, when, when you were, sorry, I was going to ask you, when you were in Germany and, you know, obviously Ingrid does this, you know, you're doing this every week. Was there any kind of surprising results that you got from horses that you were riding or what or any experiences from what you saw that was like, Oh, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't know that, that just doing Cavalettis would fix this or solve that. Was there any of, the, of those experiences that you could relate to us? Yeah, absolutely. So the big, so one thing is how happy it made the horses. They loved it. Um, so it ended up being a really fun day. I saw it change horses flying changes drastically. Um, and another really cool exercise that was set up, um, which might be a little hard to describe over the radio, but was having Cataletti's in a little bit of a wide V, and I saw it immensely help horses pirouette work because they used the Cataletti's and incorporated it in the pirouette work, which was really neat. But what what I saw is it gave horses a chance to um, happily move through their body without, you know, too much influence of the rider and just basically give them something else to do. So what the biggest, greatest result were the next day. And then yeah. making, and probably I'd say the ease, the coolest thing also too, was like the ease of the transitions because we did so much transitions in the Cavaletti. And um, especially even if you have your horse do it on the lunch, it is amazing to get on afterwards and how nice and through the transitions that have been. That sounds amazing. So Erin, so if you were just to kind of give somebody a kind of a fun beginner exercise, like, okay, yep. tomorrow we're going to go out and we're going to, and let's say the horse already knows how to go over poles. So we've kind of got, okay. gotten through that stage. Give us uh, mm -hmm. one or two exercises that we could use. All right. Because the rider goes through poles too. Or just the horse. Yeah. The rider goes through poles. Yeah. Rider okay. can go through poles. And Everybody's go good. Poles. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> can go over. Yes. Maybe not jump, but over. Okay. So yeah. What would be a fun exercise? So honestly, what I would simply do is put, um, I would put three to four trot poles on a 20 meter circle and have the rider stay right in the middle on the 20 meter circle. And that would be their goal to not let the horse drift left or right in the trot poles. Um, and then 
uh, in between, even without canter cavalettis, pick up the canter on the open end and then back to trot and then pick up the, the canter on the open end. So that would be one simple starting exercise. Um, and, and do that with the trot poles on the ground. Like you don't even have to have them raised, but, uh, so that's one. Another one that I love, even for my dressage horses, um, is just simply set a rail, like down the long side, do, you know, set a rail and set them, you know, you can do anything. You can do 24 feet apart. You can do 36 feet apart and then canter through them and see if you can change the striding by, you know, by collecting them or making them lengthen and see if you can just get them to open and close their canter and, and kind of play a game with yourself and count. Can I get four strides? Can I get five? Can I get six? Um, and, you know, it's not that you need to change the poles. You just leave them there and just kind of play with how many strides you get in between, uh, which is another really fun, uh, you know, fun kind of just carefree exercise that gets you thinking, gets your horse thinking and um, kind of just a different approach to working with a canner. I love it. That is so cool. Well, Erin, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight and talking to us about Cavaletti's. This has been a huge question and you are just the perfect person to answer it. So how can our listeners find you online? Um, they can find me via email, which is ebfriedman at gmail.com. And then on Facebook uh, under Erin Brooke Friedman or EBF Court Horses. Uh, I have a Facebook page for my business as well. And I have a website that is ebfsporthorseswordpress.com. Well, there you have it. You can find links to today's guests as well as lots more tips at horsetipdaily.com. This podcast was made possible through the generous support of Kentucky Performance Products and listeners like you. Learn how you can help support Horse Radio Network programming and qualify for auditors-only perks by going to horsetipdaily.com and clicking on the Become an Auditor banner. This is Coach Jen, and I'll be back again soon with another tip. So until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements made by guests on the Horse Tip Daily. Please use your own judgment when listening to the tips on this show. <laughs>